Hey, it's Annalie. And it's Logan. And you are listening to our second episode of Popcorn Talk. How are you doing? So right now we're talking about Late Night. I think we were both kind of interested in seeing this. Um, I love The Office, so I love Mindy Kaling. And mm-hmm. I also really like em- Emily Thompson. Oh, absolutely. I think it's... Um... You have two very strong female roles in this movie. So I think that's kind of what drew me to the movie. I mean, we've had talks about that before, about our interest and whatnot. So, But, I mean, take it away. I mean, this is probably one of the best movies we've seen so far. And we've only seen one. (laughs) So that's really not saying much when you look at it. But it is a really... I'm just... Let's just go for it. Like, it's a good movie. Yeah, absolutely. So it was honestly really hard thinking about things that were not good about it. Mm -hmm. So, but anyway, I'm going to give you guys a quick synopsis, a quick summary here. So we've got Molly. She's a chemical plant worker. She applies for a job as a writer for the show Late Night with Catherine Newberry. And Molly uh, is played by Mindy. And uh, Catherine is played by Emily Thompson. Mm -hmm. So Molly gets hired just because she's a woman. Basically, she's told... Yeah. Yeah, no joke. No no joke at all. And it they were lucky because she also happened to be Indian. So <laughs> that was that was definitely one of those like double whammies, I guess. Is, uh, no, no, please, like don't don't flag this podcast. Like that was that was the thing in the movie. Like she had to be a woman and they got lucky cuz it was, you know, a minority. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like a buy one get one. Yeah. So anyway, she gets hired, and uh, basically the president of the station tells Catherine that her show is going to be run by a different talk show mm-hmm. host, and it's devastating because she's worked there her whole life, Catherine. Uh, she, it's her show, and right. she's been through six different presidents, so she's devastated, but there's nothing she can do mm-hmm. about it. Um, to everyone's surprise, though, Molly's actually super funny. She's a great writer. She has some fantastic jokes. And so she kind of uh, <clears throat> takes a little bit of a, uh, that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. She decides to write about something that's important for, to a lot of people. She writes a, an abortion joke. And uh, it, it was a pro-choice joke. And Catherine thinks it's really funny. And she's like, hey, we're going to run it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a little bit scared, though. Should probably also include that all of the writers are white men. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> who find it very hard to tell this woman the truth about right. everything. So I mean, they're kinda... yeah, they and they were definitely uncomfortable. Uh they were intimidated by by Catherine and so you have right off the bat you have this this conflict going on, right? Mm-hmm. The entire writing staff is all male and then you introduce this female writer um and yep. she just kind of she takes off at first and unfortunately she does things that you probably shouldn't in retrospect you really shouldn't do when you start off at a job really shouldn't. i mean yeah <laughs> she starts giving uh advice that <clears throat> unwarranted advice although it was good advice oh, um, but advice, it wasn't but... it wasn't her place to to give that advice no so. but we'll get into more of that later but um anyway she ends up being super funny which is kind of a huge surprise to right. everyone uh basically at this same time, Newberry or Catherine finds her replacement. He's this literally misogynistic douchebag comedian mm-hmm. uh, who jokes about having sex with his girlfriend um, and just kind of like objectifies his girlfriend. Yeah, and there's definitely a <clears throat> something that you really shouldn't do in someone else's shoe joke. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, but we'll leave that for you to figure out on your own. It was just in <laughs> poor taste and it wasn't funny. So. Uh, and basically, she 
the president tells Catherine, hey, not only do you have to leave this show, you have to introduce this guy that you hate right. to your audience in one of the episodes. And, of course, Catherine hates this idea, totally against it. Molly says, don't do it. You don't have to do this. But basically everyone else is saying this is the classy thing to do, so you should do it. <clears throat> basically at the last minute on the show, she says, you know what? I'm going to do a 180, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say what I think. Uh <laughs> I want to stay. I'm going right. to stay. And I mean, that, that that was a pivotal point, too, for, I think, for Catherine. But again, we're going to go through all these different themes. But I guess to to wrap up the the quick summary, a lot of things happen. There's an affair that takes place. Yeah. yeah. And, she, yeah. well, actually, it was like three years before mm-hmm. it even gets out that she had an affair with, it was one of the writers. Yeah. And um, who really wasn't all that attractive. and. I mean, arguably, I I did not. I didn't think he was that attractive either. He did not, but you know, hey, fancy different strokes, different folks. That is very true. Yeah, very true. So, long story short, husband forgives her. She keeps her show. Yeah. And so, I mean, of course, there's a lot of stuff that goes in there, you mm-hmm. know, in between. But but that's to, the to gist avoid, of it. Yeah, to avoid as many spoilers <laughs> as possible. That is the yeah. gist of the show. Or anyway, the movie. yes. Uh, so we're gonna start with things that we were meh about. Because like I said, guys, it was extremely hard to find things that we didn't like about this movie. Um, So the first things first, we got the comedy. Um, Now, I thought that this is a comedy and it also had one of the writers from The Office. And oh my gosh, The Office is one of my favorite comedy shows ever. And I'm really not a huge comedy person. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking I was going to be laughing a lot more than I did in this movie. Um, the jokes were still funny. Mm-hmm. Like, when they worked, they worked. Um, I don't think really any joke fell flat. Um, but I thought that there were going to be more of them, and I thought I was going to laugh a little bit more than I did. In retrospect, I think that that was actually a smart move. Right. Because the comedy isn't the main point of this movie. It isn't the right. highlight. The highlight is the heart, which we will get to, and the things that we like. Right. And I, I mean, I have to agree <clears throat> with Logan. I There was a lot of jokes... Um, that I thought were fine, mm-hmm. but it was Catherine Newberry's character. I mean, the wit. Now, mind you, she she's an English woman in this in this movie, and uh, when you think of English humor, you know you think of I well I think of Monty Python, yes. a bit of Fry and Laurie, and you think of this almost high end humor is I guess is how a lot of people would describe it, you know, or if you ever seen Frasier. I don't you know if said, you've seen Frasier. You said but, witty before. Yeah, witty. You witty. know, I mean, it's it's highbrow, right? Yeah. Um, and you have to be really quick in order to catch the, the some of the things that she says. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I was rolling. I don't know. I thought that was hilarious. But, but you're right. I think if if they made it too funny, then the jokes would distract from the overall, you know, the meaning of the of the movie or the yes. the plot. Exactly. And then the only other thing that really. <clears throat> I was, this is more of a me problem, I think, Mm -hmm. was uh, there was, there were some themes about real world issues in this movie. We're talking about white privilege. We're talking about males dominating um, professions, especially Mm -hmm. late night television. Mm -hmm. We're talking about diversity in the workforce and ageism. Mm -hmm. These are huge things. But in my opinion, they could have been expanded upon a little bit more. Um, for instance, when, <clears throat> let's see, when, uh, at the very end, um, Catherine basically has to come clean to her audience during one of the shows. Uh, and this is after she's taken, 
you know, a, l- a little hiatus. This is after the um, uh, cheating scandal has come out. And everybody, mm-hmm. she's devastated. And it's horrible. But right. she has to, like, just be honest with her audience. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I made a mistake, you know. But he's my everything. He's my family. And one of the things that she led with in that was something about slut-shaming. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody had told her about slut-shaming and said that this might be an example of that. And she does kind of say, listen, it's horrible for anybody to cheat on their spouse. It's always despicable. But she never really goes back to that slut-shaming, which to me is like a buzz, 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 oh, slut-shaming, that's important. Why wouldn't you talk more about that if you're going to bring it up? It was just a little confusing to me. I wish that if, you know, you're going to bring up these uh, important issues that we're dealing with right now. Right. should probably just talk about them a little bit more or at least explain why you're bringing them up. Oh, absolutely. Um, and now this is where I kind of disagreed with Logan because I thought that they did a good job at addressing some of these issues. And but I can see what you're saying, especially because there were a lot of different issues being addressed. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was one of those things where they they didn't have time to fit everything in there, really go in depth on, on certain issues, you know? Absolutely. Um, but, oh, and it made it seem almost like it, it was crowning, but maybe that was the point. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. So, but <clears throat> one thing that I do agree with you, though, it was very difficult to try to find something. Because, you know, we want to give it a fair review. We don't want to just say, okay, it's 100%, you know, here's... Mm-hmm. Here's A+. plus. Go see it now. Like, like, no, no, we're not going to do that. Like, I'm not kidding. When I was, like, trying to brainstorm things to not like about the movie, mm-hmm. I was just sitting for, like, five minutes at my screen, like, what am I going to talk about? Yeah, see, Logan <laughs> is definitely a better planner than I am because I was like, you know what? I love this effing movie. <laughs> That's it. And then she's, you know, said some things. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah, yeah you know, yeah. twiddling my thumbs. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but anyway, so that's uh, things that we were meh, meh. Yeah. About. Now let's go into things that we liked. Uh, mm-hmm. My favorite thing, besides, honestly, I don't even know if I can say that the characters were my favorite because I loved the messages. There were so right. many good messages. Oh, yeah, but, the themes were incredible. But let's start with the characters. So I loved Molly. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, I love The Office and I love Mindy, so I'm not surprised mm-hmm. that I really loved Molly, but she was fantastic. A great character. Um, Mindy played her perfectly. Mm-hmm. I have no complaints about her. She was fierce, fantastic, understanding, caring, and she just like said what needed to be said. Oh, absolutely. She was she was the person that was needed in order to to change things up in that office, and she didn't even realize that. She, you know, she was she was intimidated at first because it's this new job. She didn't have much experience, but she was the reason why it changed. She wasn't afraid to say to speak her mind and to say something, and I think that's that was the push that Catherine needed um, to yeah. save her show. Now, yeah. I love obviously I love Molly's character, but I also love Catherine Newberry's character. She is my new spirit animal. <laughs> um, I want to be like her. Maybe you know, sand smoke. I probably don't want to smoke when I'm older. I, I'd like to think that cigarettes would be extinct by then. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah smoking was. Did you notice that? Like all the older people smoked a lot. I didn't really... I, I noticed know. that. I wonder if there's... Uh, whatever. Don't smoke. <laughs> yeah, don't smoke. But uh, she was smoking. She, uh, yeah, she like, was. She oh, was my amazing. gosh. Uh, yeah, she was just... Again, she was also fierce. But mm-hmm. with her character, she definitely... I wouldn't... It was almost a facade that she would put up, mm-hmm. in my opinion. She put up this... Uh, Barrier. 
a barrier. She tried to make right. herself appear like she was this hardened person exactly. who, like, you know, exactly. couldn't... Like, she could beat you up. Like, and see, and that ties into one of the themes that we talked about, too, mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, we, two themes, I, I guess. So there's ageism, and then there's men versus women who are older, right? Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if that would necessarily be... I don't know if there's a certain word to describe that, right? Men versus like, women. Well, like, maybe a double standard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, which, uh, there's more than just that double standard. But, um, you know, it's almost as if, if when women get older, you know, mm-hmm. when they're in their 50s, right, and they're in the workforce, it's almost like they have to keep up with the guys. And they have to come across as these bitches, you know, because that's the only way that they're going to keep their job. Or that's they're the going to be like, or they're going to be perceived as like these uh, shoot, soft, soft, innocent, like, grandma. Exactly. People. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's, that's probably why she had to keep up that persona. So that way people wouldn't, underestimate her for lack of better terms because mm-hmm. that is a huge issue in society mm-hmm. you know and the and that's another problem that i that was addressed in the movie too was you know when men get older when men age you know they turn into these handsome you, you said silver fox yeah silver foxes you know Ooh, george clooney and anderson cooper and oh I, my gosh know, x yeah. y and z get me posters of those men <laughs> right but when women age it's not the same it's not it's the same really feeling. not the same thing no and it's interesting to it, it that's another thing i love about this mm-hmm. movie it like gets you guys ask it gets everyone asking questions absolutely like why is that mm-hmm. um but yeah, so I loved Catherine too. Absolutely. Um, I thought to and be- their character <laughs> dynamic too was spot yes. on. I mean, she was they completely contrasted each other, but that was that it shows the old versus the new. Yep. You know what I mean? Oh, can you explain that a little bit more? Okay, so Catherine um obviously is an older woman, but she is coming up from a time where things you just didn't say certain things. You know, you just, you had to go along with the status quo, right? But then you have Molly, who's, um, I guess, in her, was she in her 30s? I don't 20s, remember. 30s, who's shaking up the status quo mm-hmm. because it's the right thing to do now, you know? So, and and Catherine isn't ready to accept that, nope. right? She's not ready to, to embrace this, this change or embrace herself, really, mm-hmm. because she spent so many years trying to hide that. And keep in mind, she's. This is a show that's been around for decades. Exactly. So it's easy, you know. People always say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, mm-hmm. but there's more that goes into that than just mm-hmm. that. You know, like what's worked has always worked until now. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like she's. Of course, she'd be hesitant to change. Absolutely. So and then, but again, that's that's what the characters. I mean, and I know we've already talked about some of these themes that are going on in here, but. There's a couple other themes that we mentioned, too. I don't know if you wanted to bring those up. Absolutely. So, I was just going to say, I think my favorite thing was the heart. And, like, and I know that that's not really a theme, (laughs) but it's more like a tone or an emotion that's exhibited, and we just feel it as an audience. And there was a lot of Mm -hmm. heart in this. Hashtag heart. Hashtag heart, yeah. And we're not talking about the band. We're talking about, (laughs) like, just heart. Like, I care about these people. Right. And... That's what every movie, every good movie should do. You know, mm-hmm. like, it should make you really feel something. And it made me feel like, wow. I, I, you I know, agree. They just, Molly is a huge fan of Catherine. She's been watching the show since she was a little kid. And there's a part where, you know, she's in her office and she's watching a skit that she did, Catherine, 
way back in the day. It looked like it was in the 70s. And um, she was talking about, she was joking about depression. And Molly says, hey, were you actually depressed back then? And um, Catherine says, well, yeah, I was. And she said, it kind of, you know, made me feel a little bit normal. It was like, I'm not so weird. That yeah, for feeling this for way. For feeling this yeah. way. If somebody else feels this way and they're able to joke about it and kind of, you know, lighten about it. But when you joke about something, you you kind of, like, break the barriers and you, you know, make it po- more easier for people it, yeah, to talk to, about. And, and to relate to it. You exactly. Know? It's not, and I think that's a thing that a lot of people misconstrue when it comes to comedy and making fun of things like that. You're not necessarily making fun of it. No. You know, it's just another way to... Start to, conversations. To, yeah, and to express what you're feeling, you yes. know. But but anyways, I mean, that, that was definitely one of the themes. You also mentioned forgiveness. Being forgiveness, another... yes. So when, I think when Catherine opened up to her husband, mm-hmm. and this is when she was really finally starting to realize that what Molly had been saying the whole time was true. You need to be open and you need to be honest. Mm-hmm. So she was honest with her husband. I, I, I made a horrible mistake, you know. Right. And her husband was extremely forgiving. He said something that really stuck out to me. He said, I can't take that one thing that you did that was horrible Mm -hmm. away. Just like I can't take the 100 million things that you've done for me that have been amazing. Mm -hmm. And I think that those odds are pretty good. So, yeah. I mean, we need to stay together. And it wasn't just between those two characters. I mean, there was also self-forgiveness going on, too. You know, at, at the end of the movie, you almost had this, and maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but there's a sense of of self empowerment that Catherine went through. You know, where she she realized that it was okay to just be herself, yes. and she forgave herself for all the things that she you know, for being mean, for for not knowing names, for um, for putting up this this barrier, for you know? cheating on her husband. Right? She said, "I didn't feel like I deserved any of this," and and that was. And she talked like that throughout the entire movie, you know, and she she also did mention that she was still clinically depressed mm-hmm. um, throughout the movie as well. Um, but you can tell that at the end, in, you can just see it in her face, the way that she her posture, her change in hairstyle that she she forgave herself. Yes. You know, and mm-hmm. accepted or I guess embraced who she was. Yep. You know, and embraced the fact that it's OK to be, you know, 54 with gray hair and a woman. And like I, I, that brought me to tears. I don't know. I but I do think, have to agree with you that forgiveness is another theme. Mm-hmm. I like that. I didn't even think about forgiving mm-hmm. yourself, yeah. even if you haven't done anything wrong. Really, mm-hmm. I mean, because I mean, she did do some things wrong, but she was forgiving herself for being herself, right? And that there's nothing wrong with that, right? So, <clears throat> anyway, that brings us to another yeah, one. Be yourself. Be yourself. Uh, in all caps, be yourself. Basically, um. Catherine's assistant, Brad, um, a little bit earlier on in the movie, mm-hmm. this is when Molly made that joke about uh, abortion. Mm-hmm. He said it was a pro-choice uh, joke. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> he says, listen, you got to be careful about who you open up to, who mm-hmm. you're honest with, because you can never take that back. And I think that's what really got her scared to say that joke, even though that's what she felt. Right. She agreed with that joke. Um, so she ends up not saying the joke. And right. uh, I think that later on, she said, you know what? Back when Molly's words of advice were hitting her, she said, listen, I do need to say that joke. That's how I feel. It's a, right. it's a damn good joke, too. Why don't I just say it? 
And that's when this whole, hey, I got to be myself. I got to be honest with myself and with my audience. And then at the very end, when she said she opened up on that one show after the cheating scandal, she said, hey, here I am. I made a really horrible decision, but my husband is my only family. Exactly. And I love him. And this is my show. Exactly. And, and you know, that it was just so powerful. And you really had to be paying attention in order to catch some of these themes, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, others were, were pretty obvious. Like, a couple other ones were women in the workplace yes. and, and diversity in general. You yep. know, diversity in the workplace. But there was other underlying lining themes there. Like mm-hmm. forgiveness, like being yourself and accepting who you are and, and embracing that, that that you really had to be paying attention to the movie. Just like you really had to be paying attention to catch some of the jokes and quirks that, um, that Catherine said or and or did. Mm-hmm. So, but And then I think the final thing that we – theme – well, not final thing. There's a lot of themes, but I like what you said about modern comedy. That was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So – The thing about modern comedy is, well, what I took from it is that comedy is hard. Uh, Tough crowds are tough, very tough. 100%. And I think that they're extremely tough right now because everybody's already done everything. Uh Everybody's already joked about everything, right? Pretty much. Um, So it's hard to be original sometimes. You got people who are being accused of stealing jokes left and right. You've got people who are resorting back to toilet humor I mean, it doesn't mean that people who enjoy those things are less than other people. Right. Not by any means. You know, if if that makes you laugh, that makes you laugh. But I mean... But what it means is that the climate for comedians is in a very weird place right now. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for the highbrow, witty comedians Mm -hmm. like her. So anyway, what happens in the movie, we get that misogynistic, classic douchebag comedian Mm -hmm. uh, who's going to who was going to take over the show, she, it's like, come on, how am I losing to this guy? And then she brings on a guest. It's like a YouTuber. And her joke that went viral was like something about a dog farting. It was like so not funny. And it was so hard to take it seriously. So it makes you wonder, where is comedy going right now? Because our comedy right now, and when I say our comedy, I'm thinking about like, our generation right now, like the, you know, like uh, the millennials and the Gen X and Gen people, Z. Gen Z. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but anyway, us, like, what do we find funny? I guess we find a lot funny. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean for comedians, though? That's true. It's how do we stay this original? ever changing climate, you know. And it's that is changing true. so much. I know. Because we have the Internet and we have social media. Everything's at our disposal. Mm-hmm. So we need like something. But we, I don't know. Like, what's happening to comedians right now? Where where are they headed? I don't know. I don't know either. It's almost scary when you think about it. I don't know. You know, when I was growing up, my mom always watched, like, Frasier, which my dad, okay, I'll tell this story, and my dad's probably going to yell at me if he listens to this podcast. But he, one day he was like, I don't understand how you can watch this. It's not even funny. And I turned around and I was like, well, dad, it's because it's for smart people. Uh-oh. You know? But that poses <laughs> a, a serious question, though. Maybe modern comedy is, it's not necessarily, it shouldn't be, oh, this is for smart people, you know? Mm-mm. It should be for everyone. Yeah. Right? Um, but, but, but the- you're right. Where, 
And it's a very difficult time. And for- honestly, like, comedy itself is extremely subjective. Absolutely. You know, like, what we were saying earlier, comedy is, it provides us a means to talk about serious things mm-hmm. and things that aren't so serious. Right. And, you know, at this point, whatever makes you laugh makes you laugh. Mm-hmm. So. And that's what it's like coming to now. Yeah. And so it's kind of hard to keep up with the times, I think, if you're a comedian. And they definitely got that across in this movie. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she's struggling with it, especially considering she's been around for so long. Right. And things have always worked up until now. Right. But so she's working on it. You're right. And I really hope that we did that we did this ju- the movie justice by explaining some of the themes and, mm-hmm. and getting into that. Yeah. Um, those were definitely the most interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the rating. So, we've got 10 things to think about, and I think that we're probably going to keep the criteria the same from now on. Just because, you know, these are things that every movie has to think about. And right. every movie has these things in them. So the first thing is the story. We went ahead and gave it an eight. The story was very interesting. Um, it was pretty predictable, though. Like, there was that kind of cliche romance with yeah, Molly. Yeah, and, you saw it coming. Like, at first I didn't see that coming. But then as soon as they started getting oh, close. Oh, I saw it coming. As soon as they started getting close, I was like, don't. You, you, you could tell th- there had to be some sort of corny romance going on I didn't. There. I so didn't want that, though. I wanted it to go against, you know, the stereotype. But it oh, didn't. Well. Anyway, so that's, I don't know, that kind of stuff is why I gave it an 8. <laughs> See, of course, I, again, once again, after I watched this movie, I was like, oh my god, I love this movie! So I mentally gave it a 10, but after Logan talked to me and made me realize that we really need to analyze movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... No, it definitely... I mean, it, don't let that scare you, though. It, it really was a good movie. No, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but... And then there's suspense. So there were a couple suspenseful moments, but I was never, like, on the edge of my seat Mm -hmm. in this movie. It's not one of those movies, though. So um, Molly uh, gets to a point where she's at a crossroads and she Mm -hmm. almost loses her job, like, for the first time. Spoiler warning. But, um, so that was pretty suspenseful. She was standing up for what she believes in. Yeah. And she was risking it all. Yeah. That's pretty suspenseful, but... Other than that, and then the speech that she gave um, Catherine at her show, I wasn't really, you know, I was not suspended. Uh, I know that's not the right way to say that, but mm-hmm. anyway. <clears throat> so we just gave that a seven. Right. Originality, we gave that a seven as well. It was pretty yeah. predictable. Kind of goes back to that whole thing. Yeah. But the, the important thing in this movie is that I, I have to argue is the, the trends and the themes that you see. Because Definitely. these are things that need to be brought up in in society these are things that we need to discuss and Mm -hmm. the movie does a really good job at doing that um in my opinion so again don't let these ratings think that we're you know we're not bashing the movie by any means it's just this is yeah you can expect exactly and then we got actors slash characters acting was fantastic i thought i had no issues with that characters were great goes back to predictability though i was really annoyed with the whole corny romance thing um I, I thought annoyed, it, I was annoyed with the male characters. Some of them I were really was. some of them were like like I also really hate typecasting. I can't remember the actor's name, but it uh-huh. was the um the guy who had he pitched that I that horrible idea for the pirate thing. He's a total typecaster. Uh-huh. Like he's just like this dopey guy who is pretty silly and he's like there for some comedic relief. But yeah, and but I do think as stereotypical as a lot of the the act or characters were i think that was the purpose of the movie you probably know? i really do think that that was the purpose yeah so so we i we gave it an eight yeah. i guess yeah message so i gave it a nine 
And originally I had an eight, but I was a little too harsh. The I just wish that they dived a little bit. Yes, <laughs> Annalie did convince me because I, I gave it a ten. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish that like they went into the series this year right. just a little bit more. Couldn't right. have done more than just a little bit though, because it would have distracted from the heart. Mm-hmm. So I just gave it a nine. Realism, extremely real. Oh yeah. I none of, none of the stuff like I no, not once was I like. Why would they say that? Exactly. Why would this person act this way? Everything was so convincing. It's a totally real movie. Real people, real characters. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, setting, it's in New York. It's uh, intimidating. It's a work, urban setting. I mean, it's intimidating to me anyway, coming from a rural background. But I'm from Chicago. It's not intimidating. <laughs> I'm from the south side of Chicago. Needless to say, it was not intimidating. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, no, I mean, it was just... I, my argument was that it was just generic, you know. It, it was just, like, it wasn't anything special. Yeah. Like, it did its job, and that was about it. Yeah, but then again, I don't think I was really expecting much of the setting. I don't really. I don't know. I don't think it, I was but either. But you're right. I think it was It was just... It, it, it was, was what York, it was. It's you know? New, yeah. It's the Big Apple. So, we just gave it an eight there. Soundtrack. So We, we didn't realize there was a soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Like, when I was thinking about this, I'm like, oh, crap. Soundtrack. I, I don't got... I don't remember a single song. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any music in yeah. this movie. Yeah, neither do I. And like, I mean, obviously it was there. It had to have been there. But if it, we agreed that since it wasn't very memorable, we got to <laughs> give it a five. Yeah, we can't give it a one because if we gave it a one, that would mean that it negatively affected us. Like the soundtrack, it would have been better if it wasn't there at all. Which, no, like I'm sure there was music there. It just we didn't. It was not I memorable. I feel bad that we didn't. Maybe we just didn't pay enough attention. I don't know, but maybe that's a sign know. of the themes being really good, or like the yeah. storytelling being yeah. so great that we just didn't, didn't think, think about exactly. it. Exactly. That's that's what I'm gonna tell myself. But yeah, we just give that a five. Like that was really interesting. That. And what else way. do we have? We have composition. Composition. So this is a little bit confusing, but basically, composition of the film means that everything is arranged in a way that makes sense. So like chronologies make sense. Mm-hmm. Character actions and choices make sense. 10 out of 10. Everything makes sense. 10, 10. Uh, and then special effects slash visuals, and I think cinematography would also go under this. Mm-hmm. Um, we gave it a 9. It was basically perfect. My one thing is that I would have liked it if the camera zoomed out a little bit more. Because one of the themes of the movie is in- like insecurity and being afraid to open up mm-hmm. and be yourself. Um, if we had just like kind of gone out a little bit and like got wider shots and people literally took up like Catherine and Molly. They both have insecurity problems. If we literally saw them, these tiny figures on the screen surrounded by this huge mass of men and like whatever it is, just like that would be really cool. But we didn't get that. It was really intimate and we were really close to the characters. So that was my only thing. I would have just liked to have zoomed out a little bit more. But yeah, so we give that a nine. But you yeah. have such a beautiful mind. Like, I wouldn't have even, even thought about that. I, was just I took like, a film as literature class. popcorn in my mouth, you know. Did I need you, to go back yeah, to we were, take, like, a senior sem in this. Did you see me, though, when I was eating the popcorn? No. I don't know about, I don't know about you. You. But I like to just take the popcorn in, like, a huge, like, hands full and uh-huh. just shove it in my mouth. And then I'm good for a few seconds and I just go back and I shove it I in my mouth. I respect that. I don't, I'm not one of those dainty eaters who just, like, one little See, piece of I'm popcorn. Like, well, no, I guess I'm, I kind of do, like, 
like a four finger type of thing, you know. I sometimes like, do that too, but you know, enough to because I don't like it when it falls on me. That's sometimes, that's the downside. But, yeah. Anyways, that's how we eat popcorn. Next podcast will be about how you <laughs> eat popcorn. Leave yeah. your comments. <laughs> exactly. So. I will say, though, the one downside to that, though, just yeah. shoving the popcorn in your face is that you get butter all over your and hand. And I do, like, a lot of butter on my popcorn. Me, too. I probably should have warned you on that. Because my, no, my hands love, are, like... I love butter on my popcorn. I do, too. So, but anyway, I think that just about does it for mm-hmm. late night. So, you know, tell us what you thought about the movie. Yeah, we love the movie. So, based on our uh, rating scale, it did get a B. Um, yep, an 81%. On Alicia Haynes obviously loves the movie but that's because of my own bias i loved i i really did like it too i yeah. don't know if i loved it but i feel like it probably deserves the 81 percent just based, based on the criteria yeah, exactly based on like the soundtrack and stuff like that but you that know, doesn't mean it's not a good movie exactly like it is a movie that i think a lot of people can enjoy so i would recommend it go see it exactly learn something learn respect something. women in the workforce exactly do that and respect gray hair it, i mean man she is oh my, my gosh Catherine. Newberry's my spirit animal. Oh my gosh. The gray hair is so freaking cool. I have gray hair. It's getting there. I'm old, Logan. I'm not there yet. I haven't, I'm not worthy yet. <laughs> I'll but. give you some of mine. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think we're going to wrap it up right here on Popcorn Talk. So again, this was our second episode. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so Absolutely. much, guys. And we will let you know what the next movie we're going to be reviewing. I have a feeling it might be a childhood favorite because i think that's coming out this weekend toy story oh wow you're right yeah so we're gonna tackle that like all the big dogs Mm -hmm. that's gonna be interesting toy story 4 wow never thought i would see this day so that might just be our next movie that we review so be sure to give this a like share it listen to it support us mom i know you're listening send money dad sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) no thank you so much for listening and remember popcorn talk is brought to you by the daily eastern news